0: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA member FDIC. That kid is back on the escalator again. Leave it alone. What? Comics. What are you? I'm Batman. TV and movies. Wrestling. Music. We are just getting started! Finally. A podcast about things you actually care about, hosted by a couple of guys who actually care about those things too. What? Did we just become best friends? Yep. Maybe a little too much. Yes, that's awesome. The talented one, Chris Machete. That no-talent ass clown became famous. And Brenton, you know, that guy from your other favorite podcast. I liked it. I was good at it. So grab onto the handrail and don't let go. I'm Oh God, the this is the kids on the escalator podcast Woo! here's cm and bd hello everybody how you doing all right kingston it is time for this town to get down you've got the doctor dr johnny machete and i am burning up in here Woo! I've got 125 watts of intensive care unit here babies so just sit back relax open your ears real wide and say give it to me straight doctor I can take it there we go hey everybody I'm Chris machete I've always wanted to do that and have somebody actually watching I know my mom's watching excellent hey. So it's just me tonight. We're on a special night, special time. Uh, My co-host Brent, he is out on the road. He's in the States somewhere with Imagine Dragons. He's making their Ovaltine for them and stuff. I hear the Imagine Dragons like to drink Ovaltine. I think it's one of their favorite drinks. Slasher, that's a nice mug, huh? It's a little glowy Slasher. So yeah, so I'm taking over the reins tonight. All machete all the time here on the Dean Blendell Network and all the other platforms that you can access. Uh, we, might, we might even be on the dark web there, Lonnie. Lonnie's here producing on the side, so if I talk to anybody, it's not an imaginary person. Wave to people, Lonnie Show. There you go. You don't have to hit me in the face, though. That, that'd make for interesting TV. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, our one episode may be on the dark web. You never know, right? Because we do have that one ominous episode that I love keying back to that uh, that got shut down. We have such bad luck with wrestling. It's funny, you know? I don't uh, know what it is. Vince McMahon shuts us down left and right. And then uh, what country was it that uh, shut us down there? I forget. Uh, A whole country shut us down, though. Blanking on the country because I got Daredevil in the noggin. Thinking of Daredevil. My brain's freezing out, too. Is it cold where you are? Because, man, it's cold here. Sorry. Hmm? Saudi Arabia. Yeah, they don't like us. They we got shut down by Saudi Arabia and WWF wrestling. So I've been watching a lot of wrestling lately. Um I finally have Crave, so I've been able to watch all of the Dark Side of the Ring episodes, which I've enjoyed profusely. What one did I? We watched the Jake the Snake one with him and his father last night. Saudi Arabia's Brent, there he is. Hey Brent, how's it going? So there he's on the other screen. I can talk to him. Yeah. So I've been watching... Oh, there we go. Hey, hey, Brent, what's up? Yeah, so Brent's Brent's watching from... uh, He's he's got uh, the Ovaltines all set for uh, Imagine Dragons. And the mood lighting is setting for them. Brent's taking care of them. they are all good there, which is great, which is great. So Dark Side of the Ring. I watched the one last night with Jake the Snake's dad. Wow, and there was a lot of stuff in there that I wasn't aware of about Jake the Snake. That his dad is a creepy douche. Wow, I didn't realize how big of a douche that guy was man that guy was not cool grizzly smith grizzly smith right yeah man that guy was not cool from vegas jail brent's in vegas jail is there a jail in vegas vegas vacation i won the monies i won the monies vegas vacation i like that one that was a good one that was a good one <laughs> yeah so i've been watching a lot of wrestling lately um i talked about it a bit so this episode may get shut down you never know you never know. But our main focus today, and I'm saying it's going to be Daredevil. 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 I like saying that. Okay. But it's really cold. Man, it's, I don't know if it's cold where you are. It is freezing here. We're in the minus 20s, which is pretty cold here in Canada, Ontario, Canada, where I'm at, Kingston. And we have, um, if I didn't have the force behind me here, I'd probably be able to see uh, the Trucker Convention has peeled off just off the 401 here at the great big truck stop that we have, an a w root beer gas station kind of thing. And they've all pulled off over here. So we have, the, as I was saying, um, one of my students was saying that I should get out there for the show and, and like film what's going on and everything. But it's too cold. I'm not going out there. No, that's why I do these podcasts. So I I sit home in my warm house, in my warm room at these times and do it. But apparently the convoys up there, to be honest with you, not really sure what's going on with all that. I kind of keep my head down and draw during the day. And uh, I just worry about my family, my friends, and we're doing good. We're doing good, right? All right. So I'd like to say hi to everybody. Thanks for tuning in. Again, it's just me tonight, special episode. Um, Daredevil. Daredevil's coming back. Yes. In my opinion, the best, most consistent comic book In all of Marvel, in all of anything, in in all of comic books, in my opinion, Daredevil is the most consistently awesome comic book you can buy. All right? Um, TV show with Charlie Cox, fantastic. Everything, all three seasons, fantastic. The movie with Ben Affleck, that one kind of stunk. That was a bit of a stinker. I'm going to tell you why. I'm going to go into the history of Daredevil here. I'm going to talk about the TV show, which is amazing. And I'm so glad that they're coming back with it. Um, I'm not much for uh, giving you clickbait and throwing out all these rumors that you hear. Because 90% of them, I believe, aren't true. Uh, but we are having Daredevil come back. We've already seen the Kingpin. Okay, so can we show a picture of Daredevil? Should we do the yeah, that, we're ready. I was just going to say, can we show this? Can we do it? That's it? There, it started, and I went to scratch my nose, and then it, it stopped. And then, it, Can we see that one more time? That was neat. It's Atari. Beautiful. Beautiful. Thank you. Okay. Let's show a picture of the magnificent creation that we're talking about, Lonnie. If we could. Hey, man, this guy. I tell you, again... Enable dictation. I don't know what that is? Wow, there he is, Daredevil. Look, and he started out. I know as some of you uh, people who, some of you folks who are not sure about Daredevil. That's him. He look. He's red, yellow, and black off the beginning. So that's how we started out. And of course, there's issue number one. He had Spider-Man guest guest appearing in his comic book. And this was back in 1964. April of 1964 is when we had our first Daredevil comic book. It was uh, written, of course, by Stan Lee. Uh, This one was drawn by Bill Everett, however. We've seen a lot of Jack Kirby and some other fellas, but now we've got Bill Everett on the scene. Now, he is the one that penciled Daredevil. Now, the thing... Of course, about Daredevil that everybody hears about and doesn't really understand is he's a blind superhero. Wow. And that that really is quite the creation in itself. Now, I keep going back to this. And even when I talk to my friends about comic books, this is a character created in 1963, right? That's what I said, right? 1964. 64. 64, Spider-Man 63. 1964. The, the longevity of these characters is amazing. And the cleverness of having a character who's blind. Now I know what you're saying. How does he fight criminals if he's blind? What the heck is he doing? Well, he got hit with some radiation radioactive acid that hit his face and stuff, and you know, mutation. And he has like a radar sense. So he can't see per se, but he has like almost like a bat's radar sense where <clears throat> he could he could uh, sense something coming. If somebody threw something behind him, he could sense it coming. With his radar sense, Uh, another cool thing that he can do with this is he can hear people's heartbeats so he can tell whether they are lying or not. So that really helps if you're, you know, beating down somebody for information and somebody's giving you a lie, he can tell by the way his heart jumps, Um, which helps him out in another scenario is his alter ego, Matt Murdock, is a lawyer. So he... Doubles down on, on being a, a, being a, a hero because he uh, helps people who don't have a lot of money with his alter ego, Matt Matt Murdoch, doing the whole lawyer deal. A nice lawyer. Is that possible? <laughs> I don't know. I think it is in this. So we have a hero by night and a lawyer by day. He's blind. Okay. So we're catching up. We're catching up to who we got. Right. Um, let's show another picture of Daredevil if we could. What he's looking like with his red outfit now. <laughs> so gradually... Um, it was only like, I think, six issues in, maybe six, seven issues in when he uh, donned the full red garb of the devil. And we ha- we've seen some add-ons to it and stuff, but, you know, changed slightly. But mostly like Spider-Man, there's, there's what we still have. And that is uh, a very, very, very strong costume with, with not doing much to it. It's just red. You know, the, and the, the DD on the front and the horns. I've heard many, many artists. Uh, John Romita Jr., I believe it was. Oh, no, John Romita Sr. Could not wait to get a hold of Daredevil. And once he did, he didn't want to leave. He wanted to keep drawing him forever. Um, I really enjoy drawing Daredevil. One of the earliest books I have of him is number five. So I'm close to number one. No, I don't have a number one, but I have a number five. All right. And, and the neat thing about this as well is he still has his yellow uh black and red costume on there, right? Okay. So looking back to when Matt Murdoch was younger, uh, his mom was uh absent. She was missing for some reason. He wasn't sure why. Uh maybe he thought she was dead. They changed the story a little bit, but let's just say that he knew his mom wasn't around growing up and he just had his father. Now his father was a professional boxer. Um he was on the downslope. He wasn't uh, you know. Battling Jack Murdoch, he was always battling, but it got into the time when the mobs were involved and they, people were taking, uh, they were taking pay and bribes to, to hit, you know, to take a dive and stuff like that. And on the other side of things, uh, daredevil Matt Murdoch's dad was working for the mob, beating up people soprano style to collect money that was owed to them through the gangs in the underworld. So he really wasn't leading a very wholesome life and leading a great example for Matt, except for when he would come home and be the father figure and he made Matt read and study. And he didn't want Matt to become like him. He didn't want him to be like battling Jack Murdoch battling. So he didn't like him fighting he didn't like him being uh, away from school. He didn't like him being bad at school. He wanted him to succeed. So there's uh, we come to the point where Battle and Jack Murdoch takes a bribe. He's supposed to hit the floor. So he's boxing, though. There's his son, Snook, to the fire escape. He's watching him. There's little Matt Murdoch. He's got to take a dive. He doesn't take the dive because he sees his son. So, what happens after the Fixer kills Matt Murdock's dad? Batman-ish, kind of? Kind of. But Matt Murdock now is just a little dude uh, on his own. So, the the local church take him in. And this will reflect much more in the stories to come. And some of his motivation is very uh, religious-focused. But... It's not like blind religion. It's the battling of the good, you know, religion versus, like, how to take care of of villains properly. There's, you know, like, there's the religious good way, you know, like uh, Captain America and Superman would like to do. And then there's the other way uh, that, like, Punishers do. And speaking of Punisher, he's another great character that comes into the Daredevil storylines. Now, we've wrapped up with basically what, who Daredevil is his alter ego, his father, his motivation. Okay? You all catching up to me now? If you got any questions, pop them in there. I'll do my best to answer them. Because right now we're going to move on to what I think is one of the most important parts of a hero or any character or any story. And that's the rogues gallery. That is the villains. So we're going to bring on the bad guys here now. <laughs> Excuse me. I love Villains. No, there's nothing better than seeing a villain get his or hers in the end, but I love villains. And a great example is Batman's villains. Wow. Uh, Batman's villains are incredible. And without those villains, would Batman be as cool? No, he would not. I guarantee it. Guarantee wouldn't. Okay. So some of my favorite Daredevil villains. Uh, I wrote them down just so I don't forget what I'm, uh, what I'm talking about. I got so many Daredevil points. Okay. Moving along. Kingpin. Yes, there is behind Daredevil. Now again, you're going to notice some of these villains bleed over from the Spider-Man universe, but you've got to realize that Daredevil is set in Hell's Kitchen in New York. So Peter Parker's like downtown New York, Matt Murdock and Daredevil is in the worst part of New York that you could find. So he's down in the undergrounds. These are the lower tier Characters, right? We're not gonna see Daredevil flying off in space to fight with the Guardians of the Galaxy or anything like that. This is a street level hero. And another reason why I really why I really appreciate and like him. Now, fighting Kingpin has been amazing storylines throughout the comic book history of Daredevil. We will talk a little bit about him in the TV show as well, The Kingpin, who's done by one of my favorite actors. I'm gonna try not to get sidetracked and keep focusing on the villains here. So the Kingpin is huge. Big mob boss at the point now in the comic story, he is the mayor of New York city, which is a Trump esque kind of story that started a while back. Very, very entertaining. Okay. So I love Kingpin again, a Spider-Man villain. We've seen Kingpin in the movies. We've seen him in other things. Um, well the bullseye. Oh man, bullseye. Do we got anything a bullseye there, Lonnie? There he is. There's my guy. Bullseye's amazing. Anything in this guy's hand is a weapon. So when he was a kid playing baseball, you know, he, he was a really good pitcher, or a great batter and everything. And then the coach was yelling at him and yelling at him. So he just turned around and threw the ball to the coach and killed him. <laughs> Walked off as a kid. Amazing. So uh, Bullseye's uh, a hitman. He works for Kingpin. And he's like Daredevil's main antagonist, I would say. Um, again, anything in his hand is a weapon. He could flick uh, a, a staple and it hit somebody in the right spot. Or he's done other cool things where he looks out his window and he'll flick like a penny down and it'll hit a guy driving a car who will run into a hot dog truck, who will run into a store that will let all the animals loose in the pet store. So he's just he's a very uh, clever villain. And as I say, anything in his hand is a weapon. Imagine that anything in your hand is a weapon. That would be a weapon kind of could be anyway knock me the head but uh, you know what i'm talking about like a weapon to fight against a superhero which is pretty pretty intense so bullseye is awesome and just just uh he's downright rude man you know um he's got no morals he's got no scruples and he hates daredevil oh he hates daredevil hates him with a passion Another one we're going to get into from the TV show that I thought was fantastic. Okay, so Electra, who is uh, startup uh, like villain girlfriend, villain girlfriend. What is she? There she is. There, um, beautiful character, amazing character. And look at the yin yang with her, or the just the similarities with her and Daredevil there, right? With the red, um, their fighting styles are similar. They were trained together by the uh, the same ninja. Uh, what would you call him? I guess sensei. But they were trained by the same the same master. And then they, they later on, whole long story of how they split apart and came back together. But again, if we're going to kin this to anything in DC, it would be kind of like Catwoman and Batman kind of thing. So Catwoman's kind of a villain, but she's sometimes good. it was a hit, uh, hit woman, hit person. <laughs> um, and that's how she, she met uh, Bullseye and stuff like that. She was working for the Kingpin as well, killing people. And she killed people because she was a rich person, a rich girl, who could not get a rush from anything else other than the thrill of the chase and the thrill of the kill. All right, so there's Electra. She's amazing, 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 amazing. Uh, Mysterio! Again, we would mention that some of these characters from the Spider-Man world would bleed into our Daredevil universe, and Mysterio was another one. And Mysterio was my favorite Spider-Man villain. I really like Mysterio. It's from when I was a kid. Um, I just... always oh, I don't know, it's one of those things you have that implement of it in your head from when you were a kid, and he's just with the smoke and the peering and the, the uh, old amazing Spider-Man cartoon One that he was in there when he was doing the actor thing was great. Oh, man, so, so cool. So Mysterio's in there, and he was in a great series that I'm going to touch on after this with Kevin Smith. This is actually a great way to segue into that uh, comic book series. Now, Kevin Smith, our hero here, who uh, we got our name from, Kids on the Escalator, from Mallrats. There's Kevin Smith right there. And he didn't pencil or ink it, but he wrote the Daredevil series. And I believe it was called... What was it called it Was called guardian devil really really good series i remember when this came out and this was back in 1998 when kevin smith was writing this and so the story goes is they set him up with the gig right so marvel set him up with the gig and they they contact you know you got what three months or whatever they give them to to write it and i'd like to see something in a month and they hadn't heard from him at marvel so they were getting a little concerned and one of the guys contacted him and he's like oh Kevin Smith's like I'm freaked out. I'm like this is what I've always wanted to do, and everybody's going to judge me on this now, though, because I've been talking about it all my life. And and then I I, I guess Marvel talked him down from his his cliff there, or his ledge, and he just started writing. And he said from there, once he got the confidence, it was boom. He was basically done the story. It's an amazing amazing story it's one of those ones where you don't know who the villain is the main villain is and it takes you on some ups and downs and really gets inside daredevil's head the artwork fantastic 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 artwork so when you get something with a story and artwork that are all at the same height you're gonna get magic and that's what seems to happen with this daredevil comic um religiously and the religious factor is amazing there. So that series is great. It's from 1998. It's called The Guardian Devil. I think it's like seven issues. It caps off with a great uh, Daredevil Spider-Man hang on top of a building. with a really cool conversation. Now, in this one, uh, they kill off Karen Page, which is which is really decent. They even take this exact scene from the Kevin Smith comic book and then work it into the TV show. But they kill somebody differently. Which I'm going to get to. It's, it all evolves into each other, my friends. It's it's brilliant the way Marvel have wrote these stories. And these are all basics, as I say, basic stories that started from the 60s. That's a lot of S's. Basic stories that started from the 60s, just like Stan Lee would do. All right? So the Kevin Smith series, highly recommended. You can get it in a trade paperback now so all the issues are in there together. And you can check the whole thing out, which is amazing. Now, there's something else I was going to mention that was on the tip of my tongue. Okay. Frank Miller uh, is coming up next. Yes. Frank Miller's coming up next. There we go. So now in the 80s, Daredevil got a huge shot in the arm by having Frank Miller write and draw. Now, look at Frank Miller's art on this stuff. Man. Frank Miller, as you know, has done, was it 54 the army one or not. the like the old Roman one, uh, Frank Miller, of course, Sin City. Sin City. Fantastic. Sin City's great stuff, right? Um, pardon me? 300, that 54. Yeah. 300. I believe it was. Yeah. Uh, his, his eye for layout is incredible. He doesn't put a lot into his drawings. Usually it's more into the layout. Now, when this came out again, I'm it's, it's, it's the early eighties. So I'm, I'm a rocking little dude out there. You know, listening to Motley Crue or, or my Kiss albums, and this hit me, and I was just so taken by the way Frank Miller just seemed to take every aspect of Daredevil that was awesome and amp it. Like that's that's what with the stuff that I'm doing. Now I'm not comparing myself to Frank Miller, but I, I'm influenced by this. When I'm writing my Skeletron storylines, I have the basis of the story, which I think is around here. And and nowadays I push myself by thinking of what would Frank Miller do? What would what would like Jack Kirby do? And then I try and push it up to here. Uh, some of it is starting to become very, very kind of shocking, which is great. When I when I'm when I myself write something and I leave the writing room and I go to play a video game or have something to eat, and I'm still thinking like, whoa should i do that to that character i know i've got something now frank miller really did some amazing things and uh, this was before resurrections <clears throat> excuse me uh, here it is right here this is this is amazing and i again i remember when this came out it was like bullseye versus electra one wins one dies and electra dies and the way it's drawn the way it's written is just beautiful if there's i think this is one of the first comic books i gave my wife to read and it, this, I think this is, and I think this is, and it hooked her because it is just, if anybody says that comic books are just fluff and there's no layers to the characters and you don't care about them, this is, this is the one to read, man. Wow. This is great. Daredevil 181, Frank Miller. It's, uh, comes down to, uh, Bullseye versus Electra for the head of the head assassin for Kingpin. And then Daredevil basically takes on the winner. Very touching story. Very touching story. Really, really cool stuff. So Frank Miller really changed things around. No, sorry. He didn't change things around. He amplified things with Bullseye and sent everything through the roof. Uh, and that's when Daredevil really started to be taken seriously. It was around when Frank Miller got a hold of him. Uh, John Romita Jr. did a great run on him as well. There's a couple other really good runs, of course. Those are the ones that stuck out for me. That that the Frank Miller run, though, is, is legendary. Okay. Another one, uh, just because we're gonna get up, we're gonna stop the comics for a minute here. Um, mentioning uh, the anti-heroes and villains kind of that are with Daredevil. This is one of my favorite covers right here. This is Daredevil number 183. Yeah. And if you're just if you're listening. This is the one where the Punisher is shooting Daredevil right through the the stomach. And again, I remember seeing this in the little uh, turnstiles in the variety store when I bought this. When I was just a little Nargon and just, are you kidding me? Look at that car. Are you kidding me? So bringing in the Punisher with Daredevil was amazing because in the back of Daredevil's mind, he wants to be the Punisher. But he can't. That's not how you do things. So seeing how the Punisher does it kind of helps Daredevil, you know keep the halo above his head all right i think that should do it for the comic books huh i got one more picture. one more picture will you show that picture while i, I look through, through so it's like because we got uh well, i want to hit the oh yeah so well the classic yeah I no but there's there well no that's great because if you're not seeing this if you're just listening but we've got a picture of bill everett there just to even to look at that the that old gentleman there with the you got it you got to see this folks you got pipe in his mouth it's got the old uh round spectacle glasses on, right? You know, shirt tucked in, collar shirt sleeves up. Mm-hmm. And he is, uh, oh man, rad. I love seeing this. Old, these old artists. They just look like, the kind of guys that I would love to sit down and have a beer with or a, a Ryan Ginger Ale with. Right, okay. So we're going to have to move on from the comics now. Man. So Daredevil comics are, are available monthly. Great stuff. I would advise Daredevil comics to anyone who is looking for, <coughs> excuse me, I would, advise, I would advise Daredevil comics to anyone who is looking for something on the lower tier where he's not going to be fighting anything real cosmic, anything that's too hard to understand in that way. If you're having a hard time with the Infinity Stones and stuff like that, this is more for you and more street crime, uh, you know, mobs and stuff like that. So if that's what you're looking for is a little more gritty kind of Batman style Marvel, Daredevil, Daredevil's awesome, man. And great character. Right, like the layers to the characters are amazing. Okay. So let's just briefly touch on the Daredevil movie. I didn't even write down. Did I? I don't even think I wrote down what year. Oh, I did. All right. So in 2003, Marvel decided to put out a movie. It was directed by Mark Steven Johnson. And here we go. So on the screen here, folks, if you're not seeing this, we got Ben Affleck as Daredevil. We've got Jennifer Garner as Elektra. And we've got Colin Farrell as Bullseye. Wow, wow. Wow, and Colin Farrell has just a tat, like a in it's uh, not a tattoo, but what do you call that, Lonnie? It's branding. a a branding of a bullseye on his head. All right, now Electra looks good. She looks good. Um, what's her name there? Jennifer Jennifer Garner. Yeah, she looks really good there. Ben um, it's all right. And I'm a Ben fan. I like Ben Um, I thought he did an okay job in this. I thought Bullseye was horrible. Uh, the story again, man. They went to the Kevin Smith story. They went and pulled from that again. Even the cover of the one shot opens up. The cover from one of those issues opens up the movie. Now, Bullseye sucked. Okay, so I'm just going to trash this. Oh, That's good, though. Let's let's have a moment for Stan there with, with little Matt Murdock. So that's Daredevil when he was young, and he's about to cross the street, and Stan's reading his newspaper, and, and little Matt Murdock Daredevil stops him from getting hit by a car. So that was really cute. That was cute. But uh, Bullseye sucked. Bullseye was horrible. And the, the writing in this movie was just deplorable. Daredevil, uh, Matt Murdock, walks by this same park every day. And all these kids see him. And he says hi to some people. And then, yeah, and him and Jennifer Garner, without their costumes on, in the middle of the day, getting a fight in the middle of this park. And they're doing flips. And nobody is like, hey, why is that blind guy doing flips? And everybody's watching. It was just redonkulous. How that slipped by any kind of producer or any kind of guy with half a brain is is behind me. See, that's the kind of stuff that really upsets me when they do this because and, – and, and I'm not being a jerk. Somebody got paid to do that. A lot of money. Somebody got paid a lot of money to come in there and say, you know what would be fabulous? What's that, Bob? Well, hey, Bill, check this out. What if we put Matt Murdock and Elektra fighting – in a park in front of everybody geez bill that sounds great thanks bob high fives and they walk away and go out for their cappuccino dinners and steaks and <laughs> fruit salads i don't know but anyway that's what upsets me about that moving on that grinds my gears okay trash that movie i don't even know if i recommend watching it you know a lot like the original judge dread movie it wasn't good but I, I would recommend watching it the new judge dread was great okay i'm getting off course getting off course sorry folks here we go back in all right so this is all leading up to what we have coming out in the near future and that is the daredevil tv show now it's already been out for three seasons and that was a netflix event Yes. right all right there he is charlie cox that dude is matt murdoch that guy is daredevil hands down again yep yeah. yep yeah. beautiful Good job, buddy. Good job. So all of Marvel (laughs) fandom loves this guy. And the fact they're bringing him back is smart. There you go. There's the decisions you want. Okay. Now another guy who's already been seen, uh, who's going to be in the TV show. He's already been seen in Hawkeye. And I love this again. This guy is one of my all-time favorite actors. Uh, Full metal jacket. Oh, man. This guy's amazing. Let's have a moment for Vincent. Don Friel. Dion Friel? I can never pronounce his name. Let's see. Yeah, Vincent Dunfriel. Yeah, anyway, man, this guy, ah, oh, brilliant actor. And the way he plays the kingpin. Brilliant. 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 This TV show, man, is as I say, I think this is the best. Again, the comic book best is Daredevil. TV show-wise, I think Daredevil is the best TV show that's been made. I it's it's realistic. The fight scenes are fantastic. The actors, which is key to me. You got to have the right, you got to have good actors. A good actor can become the right actor. Right? Okay? You get these these flavors of the week in there, these famous people from other things and you throw them in there. They can't act. It's just not good. I don't like it at all. Okay? The Daredevil TV show has amazingly qualified actors. Uh, The girl uh, that I couldn't stand and she did a great job of making me uh, not like her at all, was uh, Karen? Karen Page. Oh my gosh, I hated Karen Page. Good job by the actor. So I think she did a fantastic job. Foggy Nelson, Eldon, uh, Eldon Henson. Oh, yeah. oh, Foggy Nelson, the actor. Uh, and and Eldon Henson's been around forever, right? He's another one of those guys that's been acting since he was a kid. Mm-hmm. He's been around for a long, long time and he's a great Foggy. Foggy Nelson is Matt Murdock's best friend. So they have a... Uh, Lawyer uh company together. Foggy. It's uh, Murdoch and Nelson or Nelson and Murdoch, right? So they're 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 basically best friends. And he's played by Eldon Henson, an amazing, amazing actor again. Okay. Moving still with these amazing actors. Okay, with well, The Punisher comes in in the second season. And he is played by my buddy John uh John Bernthal from uh Walking Dead, Walking Dead Shano, man. And when they cast Shano as the Punisher. I was I was so stoked. Again, I'm a huge Punisher fan. Love the Punisher. The fact they brought him into Daredevil, just again these what a great decision. These decisions rival on that Mando series. Man, they just they know what they're doing. They really know what they're doing. So we've got uh, so you got another TV show a uh, uh, clip. Oh great, because uh, was there anybody? Wait, Charlie Cox. Um, oh Electra. Oh yeah, and now E, e- Elodie Young, who played Electra, beautiful human being amazing, an amazing actress, she did such a good job uh, of playing Electra. I have no complaints, now Punisher, Daredevil, let's see what we got, I'm not sure what we got here, show that clip that we have though for me please, this was great, if I think it's what it is yeah, I'm going to talk over it okay, I'm not sure what we're showing here, okay so somebody's about to shoot somebody (laughs) excuse me Oh, we got this is the Punisher here. So here comes the Punisher here. Bring him out I don't know if you see this gun. Yeah, Daredevil. Oh, this is great. Check this out. Boom. The fight scenes here are are just so well done. John John Berthel's a great actor. Loved him as Shane. Such a great job in The Walking Dead. Okay, we froze here. That's alright. Um the fight scenes are one of the the greatest parts of the, the fight scenes are one of the greatest parts of, of Daredevil as well. They are so well planned out. There was one in a hallway. I can't. I think it's season one. Oh, my gosh. They just fight and fight and fight in the hallway. And it, it's one shot, I believe. But this is the Punisher and Daredevil fighting live action. Sensational. Daredevil, he's not going to get one. Oh, man. See that shot? The lights come in and he spits the blood out. Like it's just. This is done beautifully. Beautifully done. Really gets the grittiness of the cartoon as well. And uh, Daredevil is another one of those heroes who just takes a beating. And fighting the Punisher is a great way to go because even you know, all the Punisher can take a beating. He thrives off pain. Pain and Punishment is what the Punisher likes, right? Man. Yeah, all in Hell's Kitchen, New York. This is look at this. This is what a great scene. Punisher Daredevil scrapping it out. I'm trying to talk a little bit over top of it so it doesn't get cut off or, or taken down or whatever. Oh, geez, he's got him now, doesn't he? Is he going to shoot him? Yes, he is. Holy... they see that? Punisher just shot Daredevil in the head. <coughs> Daredevil's going to wake up. And oh, man, it's right out of the comic book. Okay, going in and out focus. Okay, so that was from the TV show, man. That was fantastic. How cool was that? That was season two. Season three, we get uh, the actor... What is it? Uh, oh, Wilson Bethel. And he plays uh, or Bethel. He plays Dex, Bullseye. And that was so awesome. See, that was so heartbroken after season three when Dex came in as Bullseye. And then it was like, okay, well, that's it. Are you kidding me? He was amazing. He was so creepy. He was so creepy. but it, And then the noises they put in the background when his head was starting to, to zone out, like he did in the comic book. Man. Because wasn't he stalking... Was he, he was stalking Page? He, he, he was stalking Karen. I don't care. I got to watch it again. Uh, Punisher and Karen Page had a little bit of a yin-yang thing going on together. But Bullseye was coming in and he had some weird relationships with women where he would just follow them and watch them and pretend that he was dating them. And that kept, that kept him sane. He didn't hurt them. He, he didn't touch them. He didn't talk to them. He just followed them. And he pretended that he was dating them. Well, once he lost that, once that broke out and uh he couldn't do that anymore man he just went nuts and that's when he started that noise starts coming in his head so the tv series has some of the best actors for the best roles because as i said daredevil is my favorite and for reasons for reasons that are because the characters have layers to them the hero is blind and it's funny because as soon as anybody said daredevil that guy's blind that can't be any good it's a blind superhero well, what the hell is that? The blind superhero. It's amazing. It, it's really, really cool. And the layers of it when you get to his uh, his his identity of the lawyer and you get the whole religious overtones behind him of how he was raised because he was raised by the church because he was an orphan. And you get the whole religious overtones of the things that are pushing him mentally. He wants to really lash out and 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 take care of Hell's Kitchen. But all he can do is beat these guys up and put them in jail. And then they get out again. You know, it's that, that – that again that batman kind of recycling the criminals are just coming out again what am i doing and to me that's the kind of mental thing that somebody like daredevil would be struggling with all the time and then to go to the daytime and see the criminals some of these lower life criminals and the mobs that you're fighting and put away and see them you know um get 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 loose they don't get they don't go to jail which is another uh great aspect of it all right any other pictures we can show here lonnie what do we got Got to be something else we can show. I got to itch my nose. The cat hair is profuse in here. (laughs) Holy cow. Cat hair. The cat's walking by and and throwing it all on me. We got cats. Do you have cats? Nah. Okay. So good. I think that's it for Daredevil. We did. Grez. Yeah, I just wanted to do half hour. I'm I'm a little over a half hour here. So thanks for sticking around and listening to Daredevil with me as I clear my nose from the cat hair. Holy cow. Anybody want a cat? Anybody want a few dogs? What's up? we are going to do a new series. So, yes, we we do have Daredevil coming out. Um, As I said, I'm not going to – there's a lot of rumors right now. You know, oh, Daredevil's going to be in uh, the Secret Invasion movie. Oh, Daredevil's going to be in this. He's going to be in She-Hulk. Ooh, and I haven't seen the new Spider-Man, so no, we don't want to do any spoilers on what happened there. Oh. All right? No, we don't want to do any spoilers on the new Spider-Man, yet yeah? Because we haven't done anything about that yet. So, it's going to be Charlie Cox. And Charlie Cox. It's going to be all these – and, and, and uh, yeah, Vincent D'Omfrio – is going to be our kingpin as well, which makes me so happy. That guy's an amazing actor. And if you haven't seen him in Full Metal Jacket, man, what are you doing watching me? Full Metal Jacket. And followed up with The Shining. Good stuff. All right. So, the cat just went through and hit one bunch of hair again. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. I really appreciate it. Do we have any trolls on there tonight, Lonnie? Is there any great trolling? a couple trolls no, nothing nothing uh nothing. offensive no offensive trolls tonight <laughs> sometimes i get offensive trolls on here but not very often but that's when you know a lot of people are watching right okay so just one second folks this is this is here here he is there he is this is the culprit yeah he just loves hugging me this is the guy who gets my nose itchy beans my parents know beans they're saying hi to beans that's beans this he just followed me home we've been here for four years Used to have a little dog named Tim, always purring. So we went for a walk and this guy came up screaming behind us and um, he followed me home and we took him to the vet and he had a chip in his ear and the chip said his name was Ralph and he had this phone number and he lived at this address. So we phoned the phone number and nobody, the number wasn't in service anymore. We took him to the address and the lady said, not only is that not my cat, but I effing hate cats. So we kept you, didn't we, Beans? Yeah. There he goes. So he thinks he's a protector, and he likes to get hair all over me. That's what you get, beans. Awesome. Do you like Daredevil? I hope you do, and hope you know a little bit more about Daredevil. Got any more questions? Hit me up with them. What do I got going on? Well, we got Machete Comics. Issue three is almost ready. I know I keep saying that, and I apologize, but we did release ten more issues of issue one. We may have two left, two issues of issue one left. I think we still have copies of issue two. Issue three is on its way more stuff coming on, but I can't really think of it. We're doing a gig for HGTV drawing wise, but uh, yeah. So we're going to end things off here with a little bit of a clip that I did. Some, uh, my wife and I, we did uh, that's what still frame animation we did. Hmm. Yay. This is uh, another thing we like to do for our show. This is something called spider Now everybody cheers. Be excellent to each other. I'm getting bummed out. I know you all are too. I want to get outside I want to hang out with people. I want to eat dinner at Montana's. I know that's how upscale I am. I want to go to Montana's and have dinner with my parents. And I know they do. So be excellent to each other. It's tough times right now. Um, it's tough on the noggin. I had a week there where I had to mentally shut things down. It sucks. Anxiety sucks. And the state of things aren't helping. Take care of yourself. Take care of each other. All right. From Brent, Kids on the Escalator, the Dean Blendell Network party on and be effing excellent to each other folks all right here's (laughs) spider-man finally the treasure is mine well hold on there buddy you're not Spider-Man. Oh no, I'm I'm Spider-Man well, with an O. Yeah, yeah. The show couldn't afford oh, okay. Spider-Man, so uh, here I am. Oh, um. Well, your sleeves—they don't even match. Do you yeah, even what? have web shooters. What, what, what? <laughs> F- you. I'm Connie Teeson, the host of Broadcast Dialogue, the podcast. We focus on Canada and the challenges facing Canadian radio and TV, as well as highlighting those moving the industry forward from podcasting and streaming to new broadcast tech. Check us out at broadcastdialogue.com or your favorite podcast app. I'm Matt Kundle, host of the Sound Off Podcast, the show about podcast and broadcast.